Hello and welcome to Sunny Side Up. My name is Mithul Shah, CEO of Demand Matrix. Sunny Side Up is 15 minutes of concentrated analysis and advice from startup founders, B2B marketers, sales and product leaders. Today I'm here with uh, Daryl Zuzard, who's a head of NASCOM, who's head of uh, 10,000 startups you know, here in Pune. So Daryl, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mithul. Uh, it's been great to uh, having you here. And, uh, uh, obviously, great to know that you have an initiative like this where you're delivering content to the uh, uh, at least the ecosystem in Pune, I, I suppose. Uh, looking forward to anything that you want me to uh, share. Your, Fantastic. Yeah. Well, awesome. So in general, you know, the podcast series, as I mentioned, you know, is, is designed, you know, towards entrepreneurs and helping entrepreneurs right. uh, in India right. uh, to help them with this whole journey, which, you know, has lots of ups and downs, right. many times more downs than ups. Right. But somebody uh, such as yourself who actually works with a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, I think it would be great for our uh, listeners to understand a little bit about you, your background, what you do, uh, and then we can carry forward as to, you know, some of the traits of successful entrepreneurs that you have seen. Sure, sure. So just to uh, begin with, uh, I have no uh, background or I'm not a founder. I do not have a startup on my own or never did I start up. Uh, maybe that's something to look forward in the future because uh, <laughs> when you work with so many entrepreneurs and founders, you yourself think that, okay, maybe I have something going here, right? Yeah. So basically, uh, uh, I'm more of a business guy. Uh, you know, I've done my MBA and uh, I've been with NASCOM for the last uh, seven years. And uh, moreover, I've worked a lot with enterprises in terms of delivering program to these guys. And uh, over the last couple of years is when I've moved to uh, startups. And when I say startups, I mean uh, uh, in terms of creating a program for uh, startups in Pune and you know trying to give uh, impact in any form, any measure, because the whole objective of this is to uh, impact them in, in terms of connections, in terms of customers, in terms of investments, uh, maybe help in terms of mentoring, workshops, any way possible. Because mm-hmm. Each of these, in terms of touch points, will help them in a certain way. Just to give a little background, the 10,000 startups started in 2012 with only an intention of helping startups because uh, primarily NASCOM as a trade body uh, was uh, founded for IT companies. Mm. And then when the switch happened and everyone started talking about innovation in the late 2010 and 2011, that's when you're like, okay, now we need to create something different for startups. Mm. And that's how we started with Bangalore and now we have our our centers uh, in association with all the state governments across the country. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned, you know, somebody works with entrepreneurs and in India, one thing is uh, so amazing, the entrepreneurial spirit is super live and very, very vibrant where everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. But I think entrepreneurship takes a lot more than just an idea. Yes. And somebody who works with entrepreneurs on a daily basis uh, as either a mentor, as a friend, as a customer, as an advisor, or maybe a shoulder to cry on. Correct. Uh, What are the successful traits, you know, of an entrepreneur that you have seen, you know, uh, in India, or at least what it takes to be successful in India? Yeah. So, you know, as you rightly said, uh, you know, we have different forms of entrepreneurs, right? Uh, For example, you have those who have experience coming from the industry uh, and you have a new wave of entrepreneurs coming in from colleges and students. Mm they both have different set of issues. They both are coming with different leadership styles, different, uh, what do you say, traits. But what we've noticed uh, is that, you know, uh, uh, while you have entrepreneurs coming with experience and non-experience, they all have similar struggles in their journey when they have a product or they have a prototype. Mm. 
we have various stories where uh, you know uh, our uh, one of our startups uh, had a lot of customers, a lot of customers, but there were no funds and there was no resources for them to actually cater to them. So that is a very different form of uh, problem to have. You know, while majority of the startups are actually looking for a lot of customers, yes. right? So uh, valleys VCs would kill for yeah, it. Yeah, VCs <laughs> VCs will will kill for that, and uh, that's something which uh, the Indian startups uh, founders should uh, you know actually look for to because uh, in the end uh, that form of leadership and uh, the quality that it takes for that particular founder to keep cool and you know not not lose his stuff during that uh, particular being event. resilient yeah exactly uh, I, I, while you might not see this coming in with the uh, extremely early stage entrepreneurs but mm. I think this is something very very important because uh, uh, if you look at it Everyone is starting up right now. Hmm. Everyone is starting up right now. And uh, there are so many startups who are doing good jobs. There are so many startups who are filling the gaps hmm. left by different other startups, right? Hmm. But in the end, uh, most of it and most of them will not work out for some reason or the other. And that is generally the statistics. Uh, even, if it, even if you look at uh, uh, the startups that are funded, hmm. probably 7 out of 10 startups will still not uh, be successful yeah. in the future, right? So uh, again, it, it's, it needs leadership skills. Uh, mm. You know, great team working for him, great product idea, uh, product knowledge, and in the end, uh, I think that determination and that hunger. Mm. The hunger is a very, very important aspect there because if that dies off at a very early age, then that's the end. But how? So that that kind of brings up a very interesting question, right? I mean, in a sense that India, in general, as a as a culture, right. right? It's designed such a way that you know you go study. The reason you go study because you can get a good job. And yeah. if you get a good job, you'll make money and hopefully they'll help you even find your brides right. uh, or your groom. Uh, I've had people you know, asking me that, what is going to be my title? Can you put manager in my title so I can find a good bride or, or, or a right. groom with right. it? Right. Um, well, resiliency that is required to build a successful startup culture many times, you know, may or may not foster that, right? Yes. You have pressures from your relatives or, or, or your friends or whoever as to Correct. why are you doing this? And, right. you know, even if the first one fails or second one fails, right. they tend to give up, you know, yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, so again, coming back to the traits, um, how, uh, what's your recommendation to those entrepreneurs to make sure that, you know, they can keep, you know, keep going as opposed to give up after right. say maybe the first or second you know failure that you know what this is not something for me so see the one thing that the indian culture is not very used to hearing is failure yes right uh, uh, in our culture we see failure as something very bad very bad uh, but what they don't realize is to learn something and to uh, if you do not fail then there's no way to understand what went wrong or what did not go wrong mm. right and 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 not everyone is talking about failures i mean if you if if i failed in my startup i would probably talk about it why i failed because i would want answers right uh, a lot of times culture also play a very important role like as you said uh, and but that is changing now because mm. uh, families are realizing this that you know it's not going to be the same old game where you have to study and you have to get a job, which is a nine to six, uh, uh, and you have to work in the industry. Things is changing right now. Uh, while all these might come as a roadblock, uh, I think having, again, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking about being more open about what went wrong, mm. understanding what went wrong and why you failed, along with rooming away any cultural differences, I think that should probably, uh, you know, uh, take things ahead for these guys. 
That's that's such a insightful, yeah. uh, uh, you know, comment on that. In fact, we should. I mean, sorry, but I think we should have something called as a fail call. Why not? <laughs> right? We should have something as a fail call. We're all talking of having these huge events about you know the industry, the new buzzwords, blockchain, IoT. No one is. We need, we need to have a gathering of all the failed startups in, in a particular city. Get them together and say, hey, what went wrong? Daryl, I think there's there's an initiator waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's such a such an insightful uh, you know comment on that, and especially for millennials, right? Right. Which are just getting started, where the time is on their side, yeah. right? And I think it's it's very important to realize that that age plays a role, you know, especially in startup. Yeah. Um, as far as the millennials are concerned, we're coming out and thinking about again building. Uh, these startups um, where they may or may not have some of the baggage yeah, you know which um, you know which others uh, you know with uh, who have who may not have age on their side might right. have right. Uh, what are the access to resources right I mean like that accessibility is 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 such a huge uh, area as I see True. where it's not very well known that what are the resources that is available to startups mm-hmm. right um, what would be a recommendation for these uh, entrepreneurs and as far as the resources are concerned they can lean on or they can you know essentially go tap into well, my recommendation on this side is that you know uh, they have to be seen more visible and more exposed in the ecosystem mm. right uh, a lot of these guys are being uh, uh, constrained within their own four walls and in the end they do not know what's happening outside their own mind and their own space mm. right uh, a lot of the problems that you you know that these guys face the answers are sometimes there in the ecosystem they have to be visible you need to understand who's who are contributing into the ecosystem in terms of and what are their strong points uh, you know uh, i think the stage right now uh, in pune or in particularly in india is pretty much set we have all the required stakeholders in the ecosystem contributing their own in an equal way, right? Mm. So even if there's a shortage in terms of resources or any form, there is somebody or the other that will always provide and help uh, in terms of them. For example, if if we come across a startup and we find that, hey, uh, this guy might lack in design or this guy might lack in UI, uh, we will plug you in with somebody who can really help you out with that. Mm. The answer, the point is that it's all available out there. Mm. It's just that, you know, start- startups need to be bit more visible, need to do a bit more talking, need to uh, explore each and every angle of the ecosystem because right now is the right time. You know, uh, if you compare 2018 and if you compare 2012, there's a big difference in terms of support, infrastructure, everything. Uh, right now, it's much easier to start up, but it's very difficult to take your product in the next level because everyone is doing something uh, very differently, right? So on that sense, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, we are in a good place. And uh, my only suggestion is like, you know, being more visible, you know, uh, uh, attending more coffee groups or, you know, open meetups, you know, uh, there are so many things happening around the city, especially mm. for Pune. Mm. Uh, it's all available out there. That's that's a that's a that's a very insightful comment, yeah. right? I mean, so so somebody like such as yourself, you know, who's working with governments trying to help these startups and 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 help them get to the next level or at right. least figure out the right things. Right. How can they plug into your ecosystem where somebody is thinking about it or they're doing a startup? Right. If they want to essentially get plugged in into your initiative, how can they do that? So uh, it's, it's fairly simple. Uh, you know, we have we have an online application process uh, where they have to uh, plug in. But uh, what we try and capture is, uh, you know, what help do they require? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what part of the uh, sector do they need help in? You know, if you, if you need uh, reach out with the government or if you need uh, reach out with the industry or you know connects with the customers uh, based on that is how we plug these guys in you know uh, for example if you want to penetrate within the transport department uh, 
we do have, we are working with our transport. I'll just give you an example. Uh, we are doing a hackathon right now uh, with the transport department of Maharashtra. Wow. Uh, with the sole uh, idea of creating awareness on road safety. Mm. So we are running this across India. Uh, and these are games that are being made or even serious games or, you know, games that can be gamified into learning. Uh, so when we, when, we, when we reach out to the uh, public like that, we take these and we take them to the government. And then in the end, this becomes a ready product. This becomes something which they work with the startup for. Uh, governments are now opening up to startups. Uh, you know, uh, uh, corporates are now opening up to startups. If you look at uh, the recent statistic, there are 200 more corporate accelerators uh, opened up in India, and they are now putting their money into startups, which wow. is which is a big increase than your conventional incubators or your conventional accelerators. Corporates playing a major role. So there is progressive and incremental involvement from each and every stakeholder towards startups nowadays. Mm. And uh, I'm bouncing back to my previous point, uh, it's a much better time to start up uh, because the helping hand that's extended by each and every, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, institution uh, uh, is great. It's, mm. it's phenomenal right now. It, are there any resources you would mention, you know, and I mean, like, as you mentioned, like that 200, you know, uh, corporates or companies providing right. insights, right. Uh, there are accelerators, you know, right. such as yourself or incubators such as yourself who are providing uh, help to the startups. If somebody is just starting on this path or somebody's on this journey and trying to figure out where do I start, mm-hmm. right? I mean, are there any place where these resources are available or mentioned or they have access to that? They can figure out that okay, yeah, these are the resources that is available to us. So just to uh, uh, just to step back a bit, uh, uh, if you, if they look at the Startup India mm. uh, the website, uh, the entire list of accelerators and incubators across the country is mentioned there. There is even a program for early stage entrepreneurs, which is free mm. uh, in association with Upgrad. Uh, in terms of if, if, if it's a student mm. product, and if he does not know anything about entrepreneurship, maybe he has an idea for a, a product. Mm. There is a course available uh, for that particular person on the website that they can mm. go through. Uh, you know, it's it's now getting into a much structured manner. Uh, you know, if I was in like 2013, I would still be confused uh, where to put my hand and what do I grab. Mm. But right now, it's it's all structured. You know, if, uh, take a look at the Startup India website. You know, okay. Everything is detailed there. The government schemes are put in place. Uh, you know, the funds that are put in place. Union Bank is one of the banks that's uh, giving away funds up to like uh, 2 to 3 CR without any uh, security attached to it. Okay. Provided that you have to be certified with the, uh, you know, DIPB. That's another That's another thing. But the certifications are now open. So, you know, these are step-by-step processes. You know, if one knows about all these, uh, they will be in a much better position to uh, extract it and make it uh, and make it use to their advantage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, this has been a this has been a great, uh, insightful interview. I'm sure we're going to put more information, you know, in the blog uh, post uh, regarding you know the discussions that we have. Uh, as a parting thought, you know, any books, any resource, any recommendation you can provide? Books. Yes. Uh, Peter Thiel, Zero to One, uh-huh. uh, my all-time favorite. Uh, yeah. uh, Richard Branson. Uh, this is a bit more for a traditional businessman. Uh, losing my virginity by Richard Branson. Yeah. Uh, beautiful book. I'm still yet to read uh, Musk, uh, his book. But Peter Thiel, uh, anyone who's uh, aspiring to be an entrepreneur, please, please take a look at it. Zero to one. I strongly recommend this book. That's, one of, that is, that's one of my favorite books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just changes perspective, you know. Yeah. The, the recent one I've, I've really been fond of is uh, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Oh, really? Nice. The Ben Horowitz. That's nice. another great uh, book and resource. I, I, will, I will take a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Daryl, thank you so much. 
Krishna. This has been a fantastic uh, and a great pleasure to to talk to you. Pleasure, pleasure. Uh, absolutely, thrilled to be a part of this here. Okay, awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thanks.